Dan Bloom's listening in. He's political deputy editor, rather, of Politico London Playbook. Now, some big by-elections. We seem to be having by-elections. What are the latest ones uh, that may indicate mood? Dan, welcome. Hello. Uh, So there's two by-elections kicking off in less than 12 hours' time. Uh, um, You're right. We do seem to be having them all the time. It's because there's so many MPs caught up in sleaze scandals. Um, but the two that we've got at the moment are uh, in Tamworth and in Mid-Bedfordshire, which are kind of both, you know, generally north of London and south of the north, if you want to identify it that way. Um, and they are both sort of allies of Boris Johnson, uh, who left in very different circumstances, who had very, very, very strong majorities. These are not seats that would ever fall away from the Conservatives in the near future, uh, but they might just because of the strange political environment where we're in, where the Labour Party, the opposition, is very far ahead and uh, the Conservative Party is hugely struggling and people use by-elections as a protest vote. Now, there's just one problem uh, for the Labour Party who have notched up quite a few uh, of these victories recently. Uh, The first one is that the margins we're talking about here are just bigger to overturn than the margins in some of these previous victories. And the second thing is that Labour have ended up up against the other sort of centre-left-ish party, which is the Liberal Democrats, um, in Mid-Bedfordshire, in one of these seats. They have ended up in what is quite rare in British politics, a perfect three-way fight, where genuinely no one can say who is going to win this by-election out of the Yellow Party, the Red Party and the Blue Party. And because of this, the, uh, the Red Party and the Yellow Party are very cross with each other because, you know, ultimately all of their voters want to get the Tories out, and it's just quite possible that the Tories could win by coming through the middle. Uh, What is the latest on your government's response to the um, Israel-Gaza war humanitarian crisis uh, and also the concerns of uh, a potential widening of the conflict? You've got it in one, really. I mean, the concerns about this escalating and widening further in the region is basically the top of the UK in-tray, along with trying to get the Rafa crossing between Gaza and Egypt open so that humanitarian aid can come through. And I think there's even been breaking news in the last couple of minutes that that, you know, that might have happened for a few trucks, but not in any big wholesale way. Um, the problem is that the UK is not as influential a voice as the US in this. It's not being as strident a voice either. Um, for any particular side, you know, obviously um, the UK has said that very strongly that Israel has the absolute right to defend itself. Uh, it said that international uh, humanitarian law must be followed, though it hasn't sort of um, explicitly said what that means Israel should do in Gaza. Um, but it looks like the, the sort of engagement between our leaders, our foreign secretary is over there again in the region already. He's going um, to some of the neighbouring countries. Uh, and there's been much talk of the fact that the prime minister, Rishi Sunak, could go as well. And what they're trying to do is, A, talk to Israel, which our foreign secretary has done already, and kind of um, try and moderate that response and, and prevent it kind of unspooling for years, like the US response to 9-11 did. Uh, but also uh, talk to surrounding countries and just try to keep cool heads, uh, as the PM said today, and and a sort of sensible resolution to what is, you know, ultimately a very, 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 very difficult situation to resolve.
Just finally, there's a row over how much pensions and benefits will go up by. Yes. So kind of in the last 24 hours, we had final confirmation of how much kind of uh, people's payments will go up next year. And we've entered an interesting and, and quite rare situation in the UK where both will go up probably by a reasonable amount. We're talking sort of six, seven, maybe even eight percent. But it looks like pensions will go up by more than working age benefits uh, for people who are either uh, off work because they're disabled or they work at the same time as being kind of long term sick. And it's a really interesting debate in the UK because we have an incredibly strong what's called a triple lock on people's pension payments that puts them up kind of often higher than people's wages or or people's um, benefits, one or the other. And uh, politicians down the years have always kind of ignored calls to get rid of this triple lock because it is so politically toxic to get rid of it. And an interesting question ahead of our election next year will be, will either of the two main parties dare even touch that consensus that the triple lock has to stay or will they start to think this just is not sustainable in the long term and um, and touch it because that could be a very big thing in sort of electoral politics next year. Dan, thank you very much. Dan Bloom is Deputy Editor of Politico London Playbook.